always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is titled, Because God Said It. There is power in the Word of God. It is well established that His Word carries weight and authority to move mountains and change your circumstances. There are promises in His Word that are for you, so cling to them and know that exactly what He has spoken will come to pass. Because God said it, all you have to do is believe it and it has to happen. Welcome to this, your Monday, July 8th, 2019 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources all around the world that help you grow in your faith and become everything God has destined you to be. I bring you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever live from Empowering Everyday Women Ministry Studios right here in the city of Buffalo. New York. I pray you had a tremendous weekend and I am full of joy that you have decided to join me today. I want to give special recognition to Sherry in Brunswick, Georgia, who wrote to me and said, Hi, Deanna. I just got a clean bill of health. My ovarian cancer is in remission. Woohoo! She said, I just want to say thank you for your prayers and encouragement when I was very weak and sick. Your cup of inspiration got me through. Can we get a praise break? for writing in and sharing that amazing testimony. Thank those of you who donate at EmpoweringEverydayWomen.com. Every single broadcast you hear, it is absolutely free and available to you on select radio stations and online at iTunes, Google Play, YourDailyCupOfInspiration.com. It is time for today's word of inspiration, but first a prayer. God, thank you for waking us up this morning and for loving us enough to send us a word from you. I pray that you give fresh revelation to the individual that pressed play so they will know that the word you have spoken over their life will come to pass. And we thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. Daily Cut family, when I was younger, I used to play a lot of silly games with my brothers and sisters like freeze tag, dodgeball, musical chairs, red light, red light, green light. Remember that? (laughs) What time is it, Mr. Fox? One of my personal all time favorites was Simon Says. I love love to play Simon Says. If a simple command was given, like jump up and down, clap your hands, or stump your feet, I was only supposed to do it if I heard the command prefaced with the statement, Simon Says. Doing anything that Simon did not say do meant you were automatically out. And I used to try to remember, but once the speed of the game increased and they would say, Simon Says, clap your hands. Simon Says, stump your feet. Simon Says, turn around in a circle. I'd get in a rhythm of following those Simon Says commands. So then my brain was on autopilot. And when they would sneakily throw in a command without Simon Says being attached to it, I'd make a move before even thinking about it and find myself ousted from the game. If I could just have remembered that there was no authority in the command if Simon didn't say it, I could have been a Simon Says first place champion. Come to think of it, Simon Says is a powerful way to teach a spiritual principle too. Obviously, we don't adhere to the command of Simon. We adhere to the command of God. If God commands a thing to be so, then that command carries weight 
and authority. There is power in what God says. And over the weekend, I was reading a few verses in the Old Testament found in 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 42 through 44 in the New International Version, which says this. A man came from Baal Shalisha, bringing the man of God 20 loaves of barley bread baked from the first ripe grain, along with some heads of new grain. Give it to the people to eat, Elisha said. How can I set this before a hundred men? His servant asked, but Elisha answered, give it to the people to eat for this is what the Lord says. They will eat and have some left over. Then he set it before them and they ate and had some left over according to the word of the Lord. When the Lord said it, things shifted for the better, didn't they? To put this scripture in context, there was a famine in Israel at the time when King Joram, also known as Jehoram, was in power over Israel. He was the wicked son of evil King Ahab and Queen Jezebel. And sadly, Joram continued in the wicked ways of his father, leading Israel into idol worship and deeper into apostasy. So that's why God's judgment was so heavy against the land. And they were dealing with drought, famine, and agriculture unproductivity. However, it excites me that despite the drought and the hard times, God still took care of his people. And just a quick word of encouragement, it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. We don't put our faith in the economy. Whether there is an economic boom or bust, God's power isn't dependent upon any of that. Amen. Here we see the Lord used an unnamed man to bring provision to the prophet Elisha and feed those who were with him. Now, I want you to consider something. When this man whom God sent to the prophet Elisha showed up with the provision, it wasn't enough. Why would God send a seemingly insufficient solution? We know he doesn't have to do anything, so why not send the man with an overflow of bread with more than enough already in his hands? Well, that's because if it happened like that, the man would have gotten credit for feeding the 100, but God wanted the glory. Friend, whenever what appears to be an insufficient solution shows up in your life and it's not enough to meet the need. It's not enough to solve the problem and it seems to be an incomplete answer. That's because God wants the credit. And after these men in this Bible story ate and their belly was filled, they didn't give credit to the kind stranger because they knew what he had wasn't enough. They gave credit to God who spoke the word over it and multiplied it. This reminds me of what God said to Israel through Moses back in Deuteronomy 8 and 3 he told them so he humbled you allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna which you did not know nor did your fathers know that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord it was the word of God that spoke that caused the manna to manifest now where we started out today in 2nd Kings we see that 100 were fed here with 20 barley loaves. But in the New Testament, Jesus fed 5,000 with two fish and five barley loaves and there were 12 baskets left over. Listen, the same miracle working all sufficient Savior who turns not enough into more than enough and supplies every need is yet alive today and working in your situation. He's sending this word to remind you that all it takes is one word from him to turn everything around. And because he said it, it has to happen. There is no stronghold he cannot tear down, no disease he cannot cure, no need he cannot supply, no brokenness he cannot mend. All he has to do is speak 
speak a word over your situation. I told you before, back when I was sick and doctors gave up on me in 2017 and told me there was no hope for my recovery and all they could do was make me comfortable. God said to me he was going to heal me, so I had a decision to make. Whose report was I going to believe? I believed the report of the Lord and he raised me off of my bed of affliction because he said he would. There is yet power in the word of the Lord. The Roman centurion servant in Matthew 8 and 5 through 13 understood this when his servant was sick. He told Jesus, you don't have to come to my house, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. And because Jesus spoke, things shifted and the servant was healed. In Numbers 13, God told the Israelites he was giving them the promised land Canaan. Remember, even though giants were occupying the land and there were intimidating foes, standing between them and the promise because the word of the Lord came forth and he said the land belonged to Israel. It didn't matter who was occupying it. The enemy was not powerful enough to overthrow the will of God, contest the purpose of God, or defy the word of God. And that's the whole point of this broadcast. Somebody listening to me is looking at your situation and it doesn't look good. Circumstances don't seem to be shifting, but God sent this word to remind you I have spoken a word over you and what I have said will come to pass. You might be sick today, but God is saying, I've spoken a word of healing over you. You might be in a season of lack, but I've spoken a word of increase over you. You might be going through a wilderness and a dry place, but I have spoken a word of fruitfulness over you. And Caleb from the tribe of Judah understood this. He was one of the 12 spies sent to scout out the land and he expressed this confidence in Numbers 13 and 30 in the King James Version, which is why I'm stirring his words into your cup of inspiration today. Caleb said, let us go up at once and possess it for we are well able to overcome. As you drink down the contents of your cup, remember that you are well able to overcome because you serve a God who is more than able to do anything. No adversity can stop you. No opposition can hinder you because God said it's done. It is already done. And as my father always says, if God said it, I believe it and that settles it. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. You've spoken divine promises over their life and they will be fulfilled no matter what the circumstances say. What you say is all that matters. We declare that your word is true and we stand on it by faith in Jesus name. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.